0: You know my Jesus is all My Jesus is all He my heart Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our passage today is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 to 10. As always, I would encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. Here is a call to fear failing to reach God's rest. Such instruction may seem strange to us. Part of our reservation is because we identify fear as something negative. And no doubt there can be negative aspects to fearing. There can be irrational fears and paralyzing fear. But ultimately, fear is a positive thing. Fear is motivation to action, and it's about preservation. I'm afraid of heights, really more accurately, I'm afraid of falling from high places, and that fear motivates me to stay away from something that would otherwise hurt me. Rightly understood, fear protects us. In a perfect world, we would pursue God and hold fast to Him out of love and devotion. But in the real world, in a world tainted by sin, sometimes we might need to be motivated by more than love. Notice that the author includes himself in the admonition. He says, let us fear. This warning is not limited to so-called weak or immature Christians. It's for all Christians, including the writer of Hebrews, including you and including me. The question is, what are we to fear? Now, There's no mention of fearing punishment. There's no warning of hell. Certainly, these are real things and realities to be feared. The Bible clearly teaches that those who do not recognize Christ as their Lord and Savior will spend an eternity separated from Him in hell. But this is not the fear that is to motivate us. What motivates us to hold fast is not the fear of punishment for drifting away. It's failure to enjoy fellowship with God. The idea of rest is being in the place God has prepared for His people with Him. When God created the world in Eden, He worked for six days, and then He rested. God did not rest because He was tired or exhausted. He rested because He was done. The work was complete. And man was created to enjoy that rest with God. But they forfeited rest because of sin. God graciously offered people rest again by coming to the land of Canaan, the place He was giving them to live with Him. What we're to fear is missing fellowship. When my fear is motivated by punishment, then my life will be all about avoiding punishment. Avoiding punishment is not a motivation to be righteous. It's only a motivation to not be caught. But when my fear is motivated by losing fellowship, that's when I cling to God. The greatest fear for any professing Christian is that we would ever rob ourselves of any level of intimacy and fellowship with God. When we fear this, We must consider Jesus, trust in God, and hold fast in obedience lest we drift away. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? The writer speaks at length about God's rest and connects it to the Sabbath day. Now, the Sabbath was not just about resting from works. There were a number of tasks that could be performed on the Sabbath. Plus, we need to note that when the book of Hebrews was written, it was written during the time of the New Covenant. By the time this was written, believers were not gathering on Saturdays to worship, but on Sundays. So the writer is inviting a group of people who did not celebrate the Sabbath to enter into God's Sabbath rest. What does this tell us about God? God. When God rested, it was, as I said earlier, because his creative work was done. And so his rest was about enjoying his creation. The land of promise was a place where God's people could live with him. He was inviting them into his enjoyment of himself and of his creation. The Sabbath was about focusing on God. The Sabbath was not primarily about refraining from work. It was about a day being set apart, a day being holy, being dedicated to God. You see, it wasn't about what wasn't done. It was about what was to be done, namely enjoying God. That was the purpose of the Sabbath. And so what God has promised us is an eternal enjoyment of Him. This then is not a warning to escape punishment as much as it is an invitation to eternal joy. God is a God of joy and of delight, and He wants to share that with us. But we need to remember that true and lasting joy are only possible through Him and on His terms. The second question we want to ask is, What does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? There's a chilling warning that's inserted subtly into this text. We can receive the good news and fail to heed it. People must never mistake knowing the content of the good news of Christ with holding fast to the good news of Christ. The test of reality is not being able to recite truth, not being able to know truth, but living a life built on that truth. The third question we want to ask is what does this passage call me to do? To enjoy God's rest, we only have to do one thing. We have to rest from our works. Now, this doesn't mean we stop trying to do good works. It doesn't mean we stop trying to do the right thing. It doesn't mean letting go and letting God. It means that we stop trying to create life for ourselves. It means that we rest from trying to earn God's favor to create significance and meaning in our lives. It means we rest from trying to rule over our life. Essentially what it means is no longer do we put ourselves at the center of life. We've rested from that, and we've entered into God's rest so that forever we can enjoy Him. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we'll discuss Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, Take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth.